Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. They can never do it like I. When you see man pull up and slide. Man stepped in a room with legends, Rio and Steve. You know it's a vibe. Check the podcast, what you want to know? Don't ask me, go and ask Joe. If you're talking Premier League, he's on the front line and I got to go. Oh. It's a vibe with five, vibe with five, and you already know what it is. It's a vibe with five, vibe with five, and you already know what it is. Vibe with five, vibe with five, and you already know what it is. It's a vibe with five, vibe with five, and you already know this. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Vibe with Five. You got here myself, Joel Bayer, Stephen Howson, England fan, and of course Rio Ferdinand. England beat Wales three 0 They're through to the last sixteens. Marcus Rashford is back. The boys from Manchester did it for England. Rio, me and Steve, we went live yesterday. Mm. We already spoke, so we want to get your take on the game. What did you see? What did you like? Well, before the game in the studio, I asked for an England team that comes out with the profile of players we've got to be mobile, real quick, to be aggressive on the front foot, mm-hmm. attack this uh, Wales team, don't let them get into a rhythm, um, and they've done all that. And they, they absolutely, they didn't play. Um, glamorous, exciting football in the first half, but they controlled it. They controlled the game. Limited Wales to a powder puff shot over the bar in the first half, but never looked like they were ever going to be a threat. And in second half, they came out and just absolutely blew Wales away with two two goals in two minutes. And the Rashford goal, especially was it the Rashford? No, the um, Foden goal yeah. typified what I'd love to see consistently from an England team where they go on the high press from the goalkeeper. Rashford then intercepts the ball, falls to Harry Kane, and then bang, the next pass is in the back of the net. And because we've got the players to do that, we've got a quick, aggressive players that do it, can do it, and they do it for their clubs. Um, and the most pleasing thing for me yesterday, I have to say, was the manager made the two changes in the forward positions. Uh, he obviously made two elsewhere in the team, but the two at the front end of the pitch for me just showed the depth that we've got and would that would be if I was on opposing teams in this tournament I'd be sitting there going oh scary times mm. scary hours because Saka before the game before the tournament started was going he can't be left out mm-hmm. now you're sitting there thinking if he does get left out you you you, you miss something with him but you still sit there and go yeah but Foden scored last game yeah. Rashford scored too yeah. so um and and seeing Marcus Doing what he's doing in the, in the game, even in the cameos he's had, he looks like he's happy again. He looks like his mind's right. He looks like his body's right. And when he's in that vein of form, he's almost unplayable. And he's so direct. What every time he gets the ball, he looks like he wants to go at the defender and commit the defender and hurt the defender. And where that comes from, and we spoke about this on various shows on, on Vibe Five, it comes from going back to the basics. And working hard, getting your head down and grafting in this team brings you a bit of luck. There's no two ways about it. That brings you a little bit of luck. 
And then all of a sudden you build some confidence through that because are oh, you getting people behind you going, well done, keep pressing, well done. And then you get a bit of confidence back and then you get a chance at goal. Then you get a goal and then all of a sudden life is looking very much different to what it did coming into this tournament. In summary, scary hours. Uh, <laughs> you got here, Phil Foden, he wins a free kick. But sorry, Joel. Gone. Can't get too carried away, guys. Why? Because this is what we do. This is what I do. I get carried away. I'm emotional. I'm, I'm a fan who goes crazy, but I'm trying to keep my, the temperature down. And you have to understand, we've, we've done this against Iran and we've done this against Wales and we're going to come up against much tougher opposition and that's where we're going to be judged. Joe, this, the frustration here though is, we've just seen what Marcus has done. I thought Foden was all right. I didn't think it was spectacular performance, but it was decent. But the reason for these players not playing was because people that were ahead of them in Gareth Southgate's pecking order had always done it for England. Mm. But them boys haven't had the chance to do it for England. That's not it's true. The same with Saka, Saka, Saka. Can't say that about no, Saka. No, not Saka. Saka. I'm, more on, okay. I'm more on about like, that, that was who was in front of these two boys. But the likes of Sterling, his club form wasn't giving him the right to have that shirt. Why? But yeah, but they were like, but he's always done it for England. But how do we know someone else wouldn't have done these performances? Sure. Well, it's hard to say because with Maguire, he's not putting a foot wrong at the current moment. So... We'll have to. I still think come there's levels in the performance. I'm still seeing mistakes in his performance. Of course. Well, you're talking about the shot cross. No, not that. I, I, don't, I don't care what. <laughs> listen, yeah, yeah. I don't judge my centre arse what they do in the opposition box. Yeah, that's yeah. not what they're Yes, there you for. do. No, don't. You I judge, judge him. him. Well, that was stupid, but it's not, I mean, not going to affect what goes on it. Okay. I judge him on what he's doing. And honestly, his awareness just makes me want to shout at <laughs> So you think he's not playing well? I think his performances are overcooked. I thought against USA, it suited him. We got pegged back and he's always very dominant in the air. He wins things in both boxes, yeah? yeah. Seven corners. He won five of the yeah, he wins, seven corners. He's, he, he, and he should be scoring or at least doing a bit more with it then because he wins every single one. So he's got to be more production on the end of that. But like I said, don't really judge him in the opposition box. It's a good defensive asset. And when we were defending against USA, he looks great because that's the sort of defending that he's used to. But you push him a little bit higher up the pitch. Just... Please just watch him. Please just fixate on him and just watch how he, not once just does that. Not once. Yeah, I, I, I understand exactly what you're saying, but I just feel that in an England shirt and the way England play, it really suits his profile of player. So, like you say, we, you watch Man United more than any other team. And the way Ten Hag wants to play is the two centre-backs when we've got the ball are in the opposition half, yeah. which then creates a big space between the centre-halves and the goalkeeper. And, and that space... Point is then they're going to highlight the weakness of Maguire, which is pace. And it might be okay for England because I've, we've seen a very attacking England in a couple of games this year, uh, this, this tournament. And actually, I thought it was quite aggressive against America, yeah. just wasn't quite hitting the right sort of notes of it. We're not going to play that way if we meet France, are we? We are going to sit in our box and maybe it suits Maguire. But that's that's that. the point I was coming to. We're not going to be seeing Maguire standing on the halfway line or 10 yards in the opposition half in an England shirt but, and dominating the game against a Brazil, a France, etc. Would you et want us to? Would I would love us, us to. Take? I'd love us to be... Well, you look at the way Brazil are playing. Listen, if Brazil win it, their style of football, you can see it and go, I can see why. Because they're aggressive, they're on the front foot, they don't. They suffocate teams, don't let teams out. When the ball comes out, the Sioux centre are tight on people over the halfway line. England don't play like that. England sit sometimes, a few times yesterday, they sit in a low block, condense the space from centre-forward to the deepest line centre-back. And so there's more bodies around him and there's less space to be exploited around him. So he looks so much better, but it suits him. But that's no fault of his. That, that, they're playing a system that suits him and gets the best out of him. That's what you've got to do. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know if I'm projecting how I would want to see them play maybe more. Yeah, maybe it's I something. think so. 
Um, going back to uh, Marcus Rashford really quickly because we Dr. Marcus Rashford <laughs> three goals in the World Cup so far Oof. you know joint top goal scorer with uh, Valencia from Ecuador Mbappe France and Gakpo the Netherlands before the start of this tournament if I had told you that he finishes with three World Cup goals you would have said that's good isn't it? I would have been, he, he would have been absolutely jumping over the moon mm -hmm. because um I don't think he even thought he'd have been on the pitch long enough to get three goals. I think it, if you if you look at the last tournament and then this tournament coming into it, um, he wasn't even in squads previous prior to this. So it shows you what good training sessions, but also I think a focus from from Marcus. I think he has to take a lot of credit that he's really knuckled down and become really focused and gone back to what he was doing when he first got in the team. When he first got in the team, you could, there was no one around, whether you're a Man United fan or any other club, you began, what a breath of fresh air Marcus Rashford is. And why? Because he was hunting people down, he was aggressive, he was defending when the other team had the ball. And then when we got it, he was doing the same things, but with the ball, aggressive, dynamic, running at people immediately, committing people and, and getting goals and assists. And in full flight, Marcus Rashford is up there as, as, as one of the most exciting players to watch. Well, Yesterday, you're on the edge of your seat. Oh, yeah. A couple of years ago, there was co comparisons and question marks about who was better, him or Mbappe. Mbappe. Now, that would be a ludicrous thing to, to have that Today. debate But now. back in the day. But that, that happened. Let's not pretend it didn't happen mm. because it happened. Four years ago, though. It, it wasn't four years ago. It was more than that. But when be. a player has a broken back and plays through it, for mm. me, that guy always gets a second chance because yeah. you know he's going to put himself on the line. There's and that's what lot. he's done. And all that's happened this season... He's had a pre-season. He's got his body right. Before, and with that has come the confidence that he can trust himself again. Before we move on, I just want to say, he's got how long left on his contract, Steve? Don't worry about that. No, That's the first thing I asked yesterday. I was yeah. in the studio and I did, or some of the United group, actually, with yeah. the boys. And I texted the group and said, what's the contract situation yeah. going on with, with Marcus? Because, boy, numbers are getting, they're going up yeah. by the yeah. minute. Exactly. Every goal is just adding noughts yeah. onto his, his, his demands. It's true. Um, so... Man United could be getting pushed into a corner, man. I don't know. It's, uh, it, it expires. Current deal expires in June 2023. Man United have an option to extend until June 2024. 18 months, this is the time. Like, oh, you don't want to let Someone's going to knock on the door. He's going to go, <laughs> am I really valued here? How are you letting it run? Even though there's an, there's an option, you don't want to wait till the end to exercise that option. How would I've you got feel? To, I've got to be honest. I don't know how United have let it get to this point. Uh, the, the only thing I'd say in defence of Man United, he was out of form massively. Mm -hmm. So they was thinking, is he going to get that form back? But if you gamble that and then this happens, he has you in a vice-like grip saying, listen, mm -hmm. show me the money. Yeah, it's true. Put there's that some, up, there's some players on some big wages at United oh. and I think he's just going to go in and ask of for it. I don't think it's even, from his point, if I'm him, I don't even negotiate. I, don't, I say to my agent, you ain't going in there, right? I know my value. I'm walking in there and I'm sitting down and I'm saying, who's the highest paid player at the club right now? Is it, is it in the, the form? And you just say, listen, put me... I think it might be De Gea or it could be Sancho. Put me a million a year above him. <laughs> Come on, Marie, man. What? A million above? Well, I know, when you cut it down, yeah, it makes sense. I'll just, say, I'll just say that. Yeah. Come on, bro. I'll, I'll pay me not what I'm worth. I mean, especially with the form Sancho's in. If it's Sancho, if he goes That's and tries and puts him up against Sancho. So if, yeah, and nowadays, a lot of data's involved in this. I'll be going in with my, my, my iPad presentation. Listen... <laughs> Look what? at the details. Look at the assist. Look at let's the talk entries about into your position. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's got to be an off-air conversation. Air okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just, just to put it out there, Gareth Southgate is the first manager in England's history to win 10 games. Respect to Mr. Gareth Southgate. Tournament. Respect him, please. Southgate in. 
Well, you were, were you one of them out before? Who, me? Yeah. No, that's not true. Play the clip. That's not true. <laughs> Play the clip. <laughs> that's not true. Southgate in. If anyone's earned the right... I'm sat to my America. If, and everyone got angry with me in the comments saying, you can't say that. But if anyone's earned the right mm. to be wishy-washy, switch their mind on who started who they're taking, if anyone's had the right to lie to the nation, it is Gareth Southgate. To lie? Yes. You know what? I, th I think the, 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 the thing with Gareth, why he's got grace is because he's done virtually what no manager other than Sir Arthur Ramsey's done mm -hmm. for England in getting us to a semi and then a final of tournaments. People argue that we, as soon as we played against teams that were half decent, we got beat, we went out, etc. You've got, all you've got to do is beat what's in front of you. He's not Semis, picking the fixtures. Finals. You know what I mean? He's, he's beating what was in front of him. Mm -hmm. Fell over against Croatia and the other team was Italy, um, in, the Italy in the final. But we're asking for absolute perfection. Listen, 10, 15 years ago, if you said you're going to, after your second game, you're going to have four points, yeah, and you've got Wales to get a draw against to qualify for the, for the knockout stage, you'd have bit their arm off. Yeah. Was it a few years ago, one of the executives at the FA literally put the, the thingy of like, hit the semis of the Euros, hit the final at the World Cup and then win it yeah. like the year after? Yeah, I think so. But we went out to Iceland not long ago, mate. Let's not forget that. Let's not forget we went home because Iceland beat us. That's so, just an underachievement in it. In every yeah, sense and so it. like the, the strides that we've made since then have to be recognised and have to be respected and appreciated. So if we underperform in a, in, a, in a performance sense in a group stage game, but we're still top of that table, please don't sit here and tell me that he's, it's okay to hammer him and say he should be sacked, he's, he's not good enough, he's this and that. Let, let him navigate us to the next stage and then I've we're going to judge question. him. Go on then. I don't think he's going to get dropped. I don't think he could get dropped. I don't think his backup is, is even close Whoa. to being replacing him. about here? But, England scored nine goals. Kane, you want Kane dropped? <laughs> you want Kane dropped? Did I, three seconds ago, say, I don't want him dropped. He's not going to get dropped. Go on, and Callum Wilson couldn't replace him because he can't lace his boots. Yeah. But, is it a concern, I would say? England have scored nine goals. Harry Kane ain't scored one of them. No, it's the best case scenario. Other than him scoring four or five. Oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just clear up my point. Go on, right? please. Harry Kane, right? If you've got someone like a Rashford, a Saka, a Foden, a Sterling running through. I know I said this and everyone was like, no, no, no. If, if you've got someone like running through and he drops no. deep, because yeah, Alan Shearer was in his studio yesterday like moaning about him dropping too deep. But he's doing that and creating spaces yeah, like I the first chance yesterday we saw with Rashford. That's all because Harry Kane's dropped out. And the centre asked, are looking at Harry, and then the space then becomes there. Yeah. Rashford identifies that, gets in, his gets a 1v1. But his playmaking is You have to remember good. the other opposite side of the game for, uh, for Harry Kane. He's got the most assists in the tournament. No way. Yeah, he's got three assists in the tournament. So he's not scoring, but he, he brings more. So, for instance, if Alan Shearer, greatest goal scorer the Premier League's ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. But he couldn't do what Harry does on the other side of the game in terms of creativity. So if Alan Shearer is not playing well, not scoring, you can look at it and go, well, is, there, there must be an alternative because he's not, if he doesn't score, there ain't as much else that he brings to the table. Well, Harry Kane yeah, will create He stuff. switches it to a 10. Yeah. Just like that. The two goals were identical. Yeah. He created the other day. He created one in this game and the game against Iran where he got the ball, took, took a touch, didn't even look. He just knows he had to put it in. Bang, two goals. And he was there pressing from Rashford. The ball's loose. Mm. Beautiful ball into the danger area. Mm. I think if you go with a back three, which I expect him to do, if and when we draw France, etc., I think he's got to play Kane and Rashford. It's got to be those two. I think he will, but I don't. Uh, I don't think he's going to go to. A, if he goes to a three, he's going against what's got us to this point now. Yeah, I that's think the thing. He will because he hasn't tried it yet. I think he'll play. Carl Walker on the right and say, "You go." And Carl Walker for me is the only defender on the planet right now that will stand there and go to Kylian Mbappe, right, 1v1, let's have a race, and back himself. That's the difference. In the Euros, I saw him mm -hmm. against any player. He was saying, try and kick and run past me, and I'll match you. And I think he's got the confidence to do that, and the only one capable of doing that against We saw two hands, maybe do it to him. When you've got wheels mm. like that, you mm. can do it. Listen, we're going to clip that bit up. If we, if we play against France during the tournament and it happens, Rio said it first. Um, before we move on looking at other players really quickly, I want to say you've been having a good time during this tournament, innit? Like, I've seen you, like... We've been working hard, bro. Dancing, dancing with the ghetto have we, kids, Have we addressed bro. the drip yet? Um, all types of drip. This is, pro this is your real England top, innit? Yeah, this is from tournaments. 98, I think it was. 98. Yeah, I was just, just cleaning out the, the closet yeah. and I'm just, just fell out and just said, you've got to take me to the World Cup. And I yeah. thought, yeah. And he looks sick. Look at it. Come yeah. on, man. And you gave us loads to do giveaways with as well, wasn't yeah, it? So yeah, that's yeah. coming soon as well. Yeah, yeah but we're yeah. going to get given away right on my office yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, you and Ashley Williams and my car and mm. Gary V. Uh, let's put in the little clip here so you guys can see what we've been up to on fire. Here we go. I don't know what's happened here. <laughs> <laughs> the BBC are working people to it. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what's happened, Michael. What's happened here? What's happened to this? 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 What's I've got a day off and said, no, this is me. I, I'm out. He's been I'm, working overtime. I'm bro. out. <laughs> <laughs> He's thinking about it. He's thinking about it. Man, I'm, having a day off. I'm having a week off now. Ashley Williams was asleep, man. Don't know Ash what happened to Ashley Williams. Boy, That's how he's getting worked too hard out here. You've got to bring him on. Yeah, you've got to bring him on. We should have brought him on today, but he was a bit tired. Oh, is it? Yeah, he was sleeping again. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Listen, we've got to talk about it, man. Standout star so far for the Netherlands. You know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, Man United's next signing. <laughs> who we probably could have had for 25, 30 million before the tournament, who's now just doubled probably to 60. Minimum, minimum, minimum 80, 70 80, or 80. 80. He's gone. They're looking at it and going, how much did they go for? 
Yeah. Mate. Yeah. Mate. Cody Gakpo. Excellent. So far, stats for the World Cup. Three games, three goals, two wins, one draw. Can I drill it in a deeper than that? Go on. Cody's actually scored three goals from 0.26 XG. Wow. Talk to us. See? But again, this is, I don't know, man. Almost unsustainably outrageous. Man United are just going to get bent over again. Like, to put it bluntly, it's just going to be a mad... It's not even... The, the numbers that are going to be spoken about <laughs> after this tournament are going to... If he, does any, if he does nothing from this point on, he's doubled minimum in value in wages and in, um, in the transfer fee. He's only got 12 caps, by the way, yeah, for but, the Netherlands. But, but he's got three goals in the World Cup. Yeah, and six goals in general. That's one in two, two assists. The guy's not playing games. Yeah. Contract expiry 2026, so... Especially with Cristiano Ronaldo leaving. It's I mad, mean, with Ronaldo... Everyone going, knows they're desperate. Mm. You start shopping when you're desperate. Wow. People, the price just goes wow. up. Wow. Wow. Boy, what do we do? Man United need new owners now. Gakpo's yeah. <laughs> an interesting one because he's a winger that's not played a lot down mm. the centre. And everyone's looking at him going, it's in size of him. He can mm. play down the middle of him. Yeah. And he, I think he can play down the middle. He's got but a size, isn't it? Yeah, but there's concerns because he's not proven it just yeah. yet. He's coming in off the left a lot. Whatever. And, and how many players have we got that already do that? Yeah, whatever happens... <laughs> You know, I ain't getting him. Uh, <laughs> Mbappe, early legacy tournament. What are you saying about Killian? Do you know what? I said it, I think, on the show here, that, that what do I want from the World Cup? I want uh, uh, the young generation to have an experience that I had in 1986. I watched the World Cup and saw Diego Maradona wow. um, come out to the world. People who love football knew football, knew Maradona, but to everybody else, he took over the world. Um, in a time without social media. Mm-hmm. So imagine that. And left people like myself saying, I've, I saw greatness. Wow. And 30 years later, or whatever it is, 20 years, 10, 15, whatever it is, mm-hmm. I remember 1986 because of Diego Maradona and what he'd done. I wanted that coming into this tournament. You want a, a Neymar, a, an Mbappe, a Ronaldo, a Messi, whoever them superstars are coming in, you want them leaving amplified as the best and going, that is the best now. And Mbappe, at the moment, is the guy on, on, on best course to do that. That, for me, is my 98 tournament with R9. Oh. We knew. We knew what time it was. Oh. Taking away the final, a problem against Chile, a problem against the Netherlands, a problem throughout. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so uh, for us, I'm really happy with Mbappe's performances. You reckon Griezmann's been better than him? Yeah, though, I think Griezmann's been Griezmann's sick. Been, yeah. He's been he's, good. I think he's been the sort of rock that France have built on. He's doing everything. I mean, Patrice talked about it from a defensive point of view, but I think positionally, work rate, just... I, I think he, you know, he's creating, he's stopping stuff. It's a way more all-round performance than I thought Griezmann had in him. He, he's, his role in a team could be as important as Mbappe's mm. for different reasons. Mbappe's going to get all applauded, but yeah. I bet everyone in the dressing room is going in and he gets the first pat on the back. Yeah, yeah. Well done, lad. He's not getting the first one. Not above Mbappe. Don't care what no one says. That we is, could, we, yeah. England could get France in the six in the in the quarters. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's all she wrote. Do you, do you think that will be murder? Yeah. There's no way England are getting past that France team unless they get a lot of. Are you putting your house on that? Yeah. Wow. Let's not. Let's no not. hesitation. I come and take your keys now. Yeah. Let's not. Let's on, <laughs> but I want to go back on the '86 <laughs> thing. Go on. After Maradona did what he did, what was everyone doing in the playground more? The handball or the dribble? You know what? It's mad because I didn't even as a kid. I didn't even. Did the, the handball didn't even resonate with me. Really? It was the, how mesmerised I was with the individual goal that he scored. And I memorised the commentary. 
first Philip, leaving for dead, past butcher, leaving for dead. Like it was, it's unbelievable. How many times did you do that in the playground? Oh mate, I was leaving people for dead. Yeah. <laughs> like it was unbelievable. All right. I want to talk about a big game, a big game that's been going on, especially in my group chats. I've got a lot of Ghanaian friends. Mm. Uh, they're playing Uruguay on, on Friday. Mm. Big game, obviously. Suarez revenge. Any Ghanaians that I've seen out, of it, out here, all, all you hear about is revenge. It's revenge. Mad, so I'd love to be like in Accra watching this game. Could you imagine the vibes? Ooh. Oh, mate. But um, if, if Ghana win, that yeah. is. But it's... Uh, it is amazing to see, like, the African nations are, done, are doing well, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Senegal yeah. as well. But it's... it's um, and Ghana, Ghana themselves have, have shocked yeah. a few, including me. I thought there was... I thought there was going to be a poor team in this. Mm. Nah, man, they, you the, saw them in the last They're going to smack Uruguay up because Uruguay yeah. have stumped Uruguay the place out. Dis they've been yeah. disappointed in Uruguay. Yeah. But you know these big moments, man, and the emotions that South Americans play with? They... It, I'll be, I'll be worried for Ghana in that sense. Mm -hmm. Forget how the form, I think it goes out the window in games like this and players like Cavani, players like um, Suarez use these feelings and emotions around a big game. Suarez I, I, don't, I don't think like that happens enough. this game, you know. I think there's so much hurt from what happened to I them hope so. That, you know, I think, don't matter who you are. Suarez and, um, Suarez and Bale have both played the same tournament. Oh. It's not been great, man. It's not been great. Uh, but before we wrap it up, I want to ask you, Cristiano Ronaldo scoring against Uruguay, was it his goal, yes or no? Well, I don't think it's a question, is it, anymore? Because the data in See, the football... Have you, yeah, we've seen Adidas have put it out. Yeah, they've so got a sensor in the ball. Who knew they had a sensor in yeah. the ball, by the way? Did you not see it? I had a picture. <laughs> I should have posted it. But there's a sensor in the ball. I, the balls get charged up before the game. Wow. Yeah. Like they got like the US put it in, bang, charged up so they can take the data. So if that's the case, that they can tell you te from a technology point of view that it's, it's, it's a given. Uh -huh. Just a quick one. We had this debate in the, um, in the hotel the other day with a couple of the guys. Is Gareth Bale the greatest British player of all time? I saw your video and I've had a lot of messages saying, can I have a word with you? Go on, talk to me. What did, what did I say then? And what did, what did, what, what's the talk? What you said is, he's, I think people might have misconstrued it a bit and I hope that's what's happened. Otherwise we need to have a real word like. <laughs> but you said... He's the the one that's gone away and done the most outside of the UK. And that's, I think, that's, what that, that's not the question. Yeah, I think that was bang on. However, him being the greatest British player of all time, no. Is, who, who do you think then? Who, Bobby Charlton's number one. Yeah, I, okay, I Bobby, 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 Bobby so. Charlton is like, yeah. that's, that, that's not the generation we're talking about. Okay. So put people like him, George Best and them guys to one side. I think it's They've done their Rooney. thing and they were great. It's Bell or Rooney. The last 20 years or so. Bell or Rooney. Beckham, Bale, Rooney. Beckham, Bell, Rooney. Apple. What about Giggs? I don't think Giggs... Giggs, for me, as a, his playing ability really peaked as a winger. He was a great player as a central midfielder, like that cultured sort of central midfielder, but the, the level of quality that he got to, I don't think... I don't think no, Ryan Giggs is ever the greatest. I've got to go. I've got yeah. to go. I've got to, can you unplug me some, man? Get me out of here now. Hang on. I don't think he ever got to the now. same height. I can't believe what I'm hearing. We're talking about the That's greatest ever. I think, I think Steve's. I don't think he ever got to the same level that Bale got as a pure individual. I don't think he ever okay, got yeah. to the I same I level. That's an argument, yeah. I don't, over a career, don't talk to anyone. Yeah, yeah. Giggs is But when we're talking about the very peak of what he got to, I think Rooney's peak, he just unlucky that he played with Ronaldo and was in the era of Messi. When Giggs come into the team, them first few years, Giggs yeah. on the estates was causing a ruckus. Yeah, but, but those it. other players were worldwide. 
you're talking at the time, Giggsy, 16, 17. No, but it's a different generation. No, yeah, you've, got, you've got social media and stuff now to right, amplify no, what people are matter, doing. Because who was the top players during that time when Giggs was, when Giggs was Giggs? I'm talking 94, 95. Oh, you robot about jails and okay. stuff like that. I you don't see what think I mean? But, then, it was but when Bell was at his we peak and Rooney, they were the guys besides Messi and whatever. They're the guys. 2004, Rooney, you're looking at no, him thinking... It's the same thing, Euros, though. It's the same you're thing. What you've just, what you just said to me... In 2004 in the Euros, you're looking at but Rooney... But what, what you've just explained to me is exactly what has happened with Giggs and Bauer. It's the same thing. You said there was a, a couple of players above them. There was the same thing with Giggs then. It's, it's fine. What, what do you mean? Worldwide? Yeah. No. What? I, I don't think... I, I think, think there Giggs were is on the next level worldwide. down. Yeah, it's not a lot, Giggs' not, peak time 94. was a madness. We're not talking the Calzones. And flipping Bebetos and you all these guys. But when, when Giggs come in and was devastating the Premier League and people were going, oh my God, what is yeah. this? Who is this Martian come out of nowhere? Had his own great videotapes. Yeah, his own vid Not but many players like at them times had their own videotapes. But that's like, and I, I'm going to use this wisely actually, I'm not going to say Michael Owen, but if you look at Giggs, right, at that time there were players that were, there was at least 10 players that you can name that were better. Your DiBaggio's, all those guys. DiBaggio? Yeah. Who's that? Roberto DiBaggio. There's no D there's no D in his middle name there. Look at Rio. Anyway, those players all better than him during that during that time. But when it comes to Bell and Rooney's peak, in Euro 2004, you can easily say Rooney was probably the best player in the world. Probably. Might have been. So I think that's the difference when you're looking at yeah, it. I think but, 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 but Giggs, his team didn't even get to a tournament. <clears throat> to be judged at that level. <coughs> Sorry. But Giggs didn't even get to a tournament. Yeah, but I think that and that's just an accident at birth. But I don't think <coughs> I think Rooney and Bale and Beckham all at one point have had an argument that they were the best player in the world. And I, I agree that Giggs came out of the gate and absolutely destroyed the Premier League. But was anyone making a case he was no. the best player in the world? No, Giggs was yeah. Giggs was unplayable. But, and he was every just team in the that, world at that point take Giggs. Every nation, every football team in the world go. Giggs is one of my first picks. I'll add one thing, though, to counter my argument. Rio, this is a, a smidge under them three, not like the difference between Gerard and Scholes. Do you know what I mean? Uh, listen, <laughs> listen. I'll, I'll, I'll counter my argument a little bit. I read within a Sir Alex book that you guys wanted to sign Zidane, right? But you didn't because you had Giggs. Who said that? I saw that in an Alex Ferguson book. I'm not sure he said that. No, no he, he must have been, he must have been on the whiskey. We'll put it out. We'll I think Fergie's no, Fergie on the whiskey. You've got to remember the times. You've got a Giggsy coming through and you've got a Zidane out. Where was it? Was he Bordeaux or whatever? There's so many people that have never seen I'm going YouTube, Zidane. right, to watch Giggsy's clips in them times, bruv, because I swear, Dan, you're, you're off your feet. All right, cool. Well, you guys let us know in the comments what you think because I'm siding with the other Disrespecting gigs like that, anyway. Rio, you, you, can, you can stand on 12, your own over 12 here. 12 Premier Leagues, you know. 12 yeah, we're not leagues. saying he's not decorated. Oh. That's a different conversation. 12 Premier Leagues, two Champions Leagues. Let us, bro. Rio. It's 13, pretty much. Yeah. 13. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Let us know what you think. We will be back with sick content. We've even got a special with Pochettino coming out later on today. So please make sure Maurizio. you stay tuned. Ah, oh, man. Top manager. Joel Bayer, Stephen Alson, Rio Ferdinand, Vibe with Five, signing out. England! Peace. England! Let's go. All right, let's go. <laughs> right, guys, we're on the flight. We are on our way to Qatar. They're called the Ghetto Kids from Uganda. Unbelievable dancers, seriously crazy.
Owen, when you, you, when you come on here, we'll talk about how good the Bastion was, okay? Good to see you, You're right, you, you're right. Thank you, you. Good luck. Take care, man. Enjoy the World Cup. All the best. Thank you. Go on, somebody. I used to be in the game. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> laughing at people. I swear it's not lying. Every time, Rio was bad. Training or game. Rio. Oh, stop. <laughs> 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 right, we're here on the rooftop on a football pitch, soccer pitch, with Mr. Gary V. We call it football, too. <laughs> As Americans have learned. Neymar! Neymar! 